Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Are you ready? I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Are you? I hope so. Every time I hope so. Every time I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are we allowed to start this by saying, are you ready? Aren't we supposed to say hi, Edwin, Edwin or hi, Andrew or something? I mean, I, it's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hi, Edwin. <laughs> We're started. I was just checking to see if I had Wednesday socks on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, well do you? I Well, you know, it seems that my fun socks have become, like you mentioned last week, Chick-fil-A socks. So I'm Those I'm wearing fun. I'm wearing the waffle fry socks today. I've got classic Mario socks on today. Wow. Yeah, from the old NES Super Mario Brothers. Wow. And so that's pretty fun. Going back to the ancient technology. Yeah, that's right, the ancient technology. Did you did you have fun playing that with Moses? <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you a lot of happy memories playing Mario Brothers simpler times. Simpler times. <laughs> you and Mark Twain. All right, Psalm 84. I'm going to read from the Robert Alter translation today. For the lead player on the Gittith, for the Korahites, a psalm. How lovely your dwellings, O Lord of armies. My being longed, even languished for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing gladness to the living God. Even the bird has found a home and the swallow a nest for itself that puts its fledglings by your altars. Lord of armies, my King and my God. Happy are those who dwell in your house. They will ever praise you. Happy the folk whose strength is in you, the highways in their heart, who pass through the valley of Baca. They make it into a spring. Yes, the early rain cloaks it with blessings. They go from rampart to rampart. They appear before God in Zion. Lord God of armies, hear my prayer. Hearken, O God of Jacob, our shield, O God, see. And regard your anointed one's face. For better one day in your courts than a thousand I have chosen, standing on the threshold in the house of my God, than living in the tents of the wickedness. For a son and shield is the Lord. God is grace and glory. The Lord grants. He does not withhold bounty to those who go blameless. O Lord of armies, happy the man who trusts in you. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, so he chooses the word happy. He chooses the word happy. For those places of blessed. He chooses the word armies for those places of hosts. Hosts, Lord of armies. Yeah. Yeah, Lord of hosts. And uh, I, I like, I like, <clears throat> excuse me, I like having the Lord of Armies in this one, especially because in the last stanza there is that imagery of safety and shielding. Yeah, uh, and and a pilgrim really needs that. Oh, absolutely. A, a the pilgrim. roads were dangerous places. Yes. One day. Yeah, and so we've got this Lord of Armies. So that's really good. Now, one of the things that I noticed uh, he retained in his translation that, that we've actually had all week. Uh, in verse six, they passed through the Valley of Baca, the Valley of Baca. Ah, yes. Anyone who got to listen on Monday, they heard about the Valley of Baca in my front yard. <laughs> and they've been wondering, what on earth does that mean? What, where's this the Valley, Valley of Baca? Baca? Nobody this, knows. This is one of those fun words where <laughs> you can do a little digging and yeah. say, well, I guess it'd be understood this way. Or it could be understood that way. As yeah. you were explaining to me, part of the ambiguity about it has to do with just the 
the function of Hebrew, the way Hebrew's written. Yeah, so different people look at this differently. So Hebrew originally was a consonantal language. It mm-hmm. did not have vowels. And when the Masoretes come along like two, three, four centuries after Jesus and they're copying, they w- made it easier and they added vowel markings, mm-hmm. which uh, helps. And yet at some times there comes a question. So my understanding is that this word here for baka has the same consonants as the word weeping. Okay. But at the same time, it also has these consonants for balsam trees. <laughs> and so so it's a, it's the singular of balsam trees, balsam maybe. Trees, maybe. Or maybe it's weeping. And, and you were telling maybe me that... that's because the, the trees that they're referring to in the dry, arid regions would weep sap. And it, so, so there's kind of this picture, this word yeah. picture, this play on words. I know this. When the Greeks came along and wanted to interpret this psalm, they actually call it the Valley of Weeping. And that's in the Septuagint. That's in the Septuagint. Yeah. So okay. it's they, there they call it the Valley of Weeping. So when they got to these letters, that's how they saw it. The mm-hmm. Valley of, of weeping. weeping. So the the picture here, these trees, if, if it's the if it's the trees, the baca, the balsam, apparently these were trees that would grow in arid, dry regions. And that makes mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. because it talks about being in the valley of Baca, and then it talks about, but they make it a spring. They bring right. springs forth. So the, certainly the reversal. Yeah, certainly the imagery is going through the dry, arid valley. Mm-hmm. But what do these pilgrims do? They make it a spring. Mm-hmm. I, again, I go back yeah. to that statement on Monday from uh, the commentator Bullock about the journey of faith is shaped by its destination. I know where I'm going. And so even though I'm in the Valley of Baca, mm-hmm. even though I'm in the dry, arid region valley, yeah. even though I'm in the Valley of Weeping, I know where I'm going. So I hang on to the Lord, who is my strength, who is taking me from rampart to rampart, as Alter said, or from strength to strength, as we had in the ESV and the New right. King James. And I'm hanging on to him, and that makes even this region, it ends up being a blessing. It does seem to be a reversal with either reading. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you take the idea of weeping, it's still weeping turned to blessing. Yeah. Uh, at the end of verse 6, he talks about, uh, covers it with, the New King James says pools, but again, that it, the word is blessing, covered mm-hmm. it with blessing. So is it sorrow to blessing, or yeah. is it dry to rain and yeah. flourishing? Yeah. But either way, we're, we're in this place of hurt, right? And now God is going to provide and bring us joy. What's super cool to me is that in this arid, dry valley of weeping, we have this cooperation between the pilgrim and God because they make it a spring. God brings the rain. So as they are hanging on to God, as they are working with God, as they are gaining their strength from God and moving from strength to strength, God and the pilgrim working together, walking together, turn this valley into a place of blessing. Do you think there's a lesson there then about our attitudes, the way we approach the dry times, the arid times in our lives? And I'm glad you went ahead and said it that way, the dry times, because what I do think we need to see here is that when I am on pilgrimage to the heights of Mount Zion, I am going to go through the valleys. And the valleys sometimes are going to be dry. They're going to be air. We are going to go through the dry times. We are going to go through the times of exhaustion. We are going to go through the times where it's not wonderful. The pilgrimage is not just 
you know, walking in a, in a park the whole way. Well, you know, and, and from this, there's a way then you could look at what we often call the wilderness wanderings, yeah. right? The 40 years in the desert as a pilgrimage. Sure. Why? Well, as we've defined it this week, this idea of I have a home and I'm heading home. Yeah. The whole point of that was God's going to bring them into their promised land, into the land of Canaan. Mm-hmm. But because of faithlessness and failure of a first generation, they can't go right into that land. They can't finish their pilgrimage and the joy and the goodness. And so now it's going to be a long, windy, difficult path to get there. But sure enough, that second generation, that Deuteronomy generation, they will get there and they will go in. And God had provided for them along the way. Well, even that first generation, when they got to dry, arid regions, Mm. they groaned and complained and grumbled. But what did God do? He provided water from rocks. He brought forth (laughs) springs in these dry, arid regions. So here's this reminder. Now, if God will do that for the grumbling complainers back in the wilderness wanderings, how much more for the joyous, trusting pilgrim who is hanging on to God, who Mm. by the strength of God is traveling and finds him or herself in the arid, dry valley of weeping. Yeah. One of the other things I saw in this is the parallel with Psalm 23. In Psalm 23, we've got the sheep with his shepherd. Here we've got the pilgrim with his guide. God is the guide. It's it's by the strength of God. God is the Sherpa. Okay. God God is the guide who's, who's leading them up the mountain. All right? And in both places, whether we're sheep with shepherd or pilgrim with Sherpa, I uh, like the little alliteration there, so I'm going to use that. So w- either way, the, the you remember where the sheep had to go? On, on his way to the house of the Lord, he had to pass through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah, the valley yeah. of the shadow of death. And there, uh, when we studied that, we realized that was an idiom for just like deep darkness. Mm-hmm. And he said, but I can, I can, I can be okay yeah. because you're ro- I can't see where I'm going. Your rod and your your staff. Your rod and your staff comfort me. They Mm -hmm. direct me. They point me in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And on the other side of that valley of the shadow of death is the house of the Lord, Mm -hmm. where a table is set for this sheep in the presence of his enemies, where his head is anointed and his cup overflows. And surely goodness and mercy will follow him all the days of his life. And now we've got the pilgrim who has a very similar experience, traveling in God's paths, mm-hmm. walking uprightly as God leads yeah. and guides. But what, is, what does this pilgrim have to do? Go through the valley of Baca, the valley of dryness, the, the valley that is arid, or the valley of weeping, mm-hmm. the difficult times. But comes out where? In Zion, in the house of the Lord. So the pilgrim at times will travel a dark path, at times a dry path. Yeah. But ultimately will be in the house of the Lord. But God is with him the whole way. Mm-hmm. And that reminds me of these psalms we've read in the Asaph cycles, because as, as we began in Psalm 73, remember it was, you know, I had, a huff, I had a tough time. I almost gave up on the Lord. Yeah. But then I went where? To his sanctuary. Right. But then in Psalm 74, where's the sanctuary? Yeah, it was wrecked. It's gone. And what I remember, especially as I've gone back and listened to some of those conversations again, you were always good to remind us every time we talked about that, wait, the sanctuary is gone, but Yahweh is still God? Mm-hmm. The sanctuary is gone, but Yahweh is still in control? The sanctuary is gone, but Yahweh is still the, the guide, the shepherd? Yeah, that's what we see in all of those psalms. And so here, as we go through the dark times... The dry times, guess who is still the guide, the Sherpa, the shepherd? 
God is, and he will carry us if we will hang on to him, if we will rely on him. And so here is a psalm for the dry times. Look, I, I don't know. Okay, I'll, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, it, it does kind of uh, wonder as you, as you look to the rest of verse 6 and verse 7. Okay, so what does it look like when I'm in the dry times or the connection to Psalm 23, even a dark time? But we pointed out the pilgrimage has some aspect in making it a spring also. Yeah. Uh, the pilgrim has some aspect then in lighting a light also, yeah. being a light also. Um, you know, how do we do that? I believe by hanging on to God. Hanging on to God. I, you know, go, go back to that statement that Bullock made. The journey of faith is shaped by its destination. Mm-hmm. I know where I'm going. I know who's taking me there. So I'm in a difficult spot. But I believe he's still there. I believe he's still guiding me. I'm going to hang on to his word. I'm going to, I'm going to put my foot the next place he tells me to. I'm going to do the next right thing. I'm, I'm going to take this next step in mm-hmm. faith. But I don't have a lot of faith. It's dark and it's dry. Okay. But whatever little faith I have, let's let's use that little faith. Let's just, let's just take that step. Maybe it's yeah. a mini step. Maybe it's a baby step. But I'm going to take it, and I'm going to take it in faith, putting my foot where God tells me to. And not to forget that there really are blessings. That would be one of the the lies of the devil, that in a dry time or a dark time, to think that, well, this is all there is. God's brought me to this place. No, he's leading me through this place. I mean, what this psalm tells me is there's wonderful uh, pools of blessing or pools of water on the other side. Romans 8, as it highlights that for those who love the Lord, God causes all things to work together for good. Mm -hmm. If I can hang on to that, it's not that he causes everything. It's not that he cleft the valley of Baca. It's not that he made the valley dark and dreary, but he will take the valleys and turn them into blessings if we hang on. The problem is, is that we get into that moment where it's darkest before the light. Mm -hmm. And too often we decide to just succumb to the darkness. Yeah. And we miss out on the light. Yeah. Keep hanging on. He makes it light. He makes it pools of blessing. And I guess, you know what, Andrew, let me let me just turn to our listeners for a second. I don't know what you're going through right now. Maybe you're at a high time. Maybe you're at a mountaintop time. And what a wonderful psalm this is to think of the blessing and the happiness. But maybe you're in the Valley of Baca. Maybe you're in a time of weeping and dryness and darkness. Hang on to the Lord. Don't let go. He does bring the rains. He does bring the sun. He does shield and protect and provide blessing. Hang on to him. Amen. We're so glad that you joined us for Text Talk today. Always looking forward to your feedback, your comments, your questions. You can send those to us via email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. We are mindful, Father, that we find ourselves to be pilgrims here in this world, looking forward, Father, to being home with you in heaven forever. But in our journeys, Father, help us to appreciate the blessings that you bestow upon us and truly to be thankful. And Father, when we are struggling because it's a dry time or it's a dark time and we may not be able to see all of the blessings right there in front of us, to trust, Father, that you are there in front of us, leading us on to blessing. And I pray, Father, that you would strengthen each one today for your good ends. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. 
Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.